Rock on. Rock Salt Musecast Experience. With Aaron, Dave, Patrick, and Jermaine. <laughs> on a mission from God. You guys rock. Hey, it's the Rock Salt Musecast Experience, and I'm here with a special guest today. Undefeated. With, hey, uh, yeah, Meredith, uh, Liz, and Christian. Or should I say Meredith? Christian and Liz, since Christian is older than Liz, I don't know. <laughs> Meredith is older, and so, uh, uh, it, it, you know, off air, right before we came on, you guys were having discussion about Milan, which one's better, and all that. Just, and it, this reminded me of conversations that siblings have all over the world, you know, <laughs> and it's almost. And, and let me know if I'm right on here. It's almost. You you just want to argue, and so you just take the opposite side, you know, <laughs> the opposite side of the other sibling, yeah. you know, you know. And, and, that happens sometimes. It happens often. <laughs> it happens often. I I see. And also, uh, we have uh, Dave uh, has joined us a little bit uh, as he's traveling to Reno, and then uh, Jermaine from Tricord will jump in too. There he is and say hello. Hey. Can y'all hear so, me? Yeah, we hear you a little bit. And so okay. um you guys are playing a Halloween show tonight. We yes, are, we are. Yep. And, 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 yes. And who are you? Um you're doing you well uh uh Liz has got the shirt on, one love. And yeah. so we yeah, kind of know the that. artists you guys will be uh doing a few songs from. Yeah, we're going as Bob Marley. Yes. Are you doing a few songs of Bob Marley? We are. We're doing a get up, stand up. Get up and stand up. I yeah. see. Get up, stand up. <laughs> <laughs> Who chose that? Was it like an arm wrestle, a coin flip? Okay. All right. We, we all, we, we all chose know. That one, and I feel like there's many other ones that were better suited. What else but... are you going to do with this hair? <laughs> Yeah, I saw that. I noticed that a while back. Uh, the uh, yeah. color and the bra braids and all that. So, it, it, is it easier to manage that way? It is and it isn't. So it took me twenty one hours the first time I put put all the braids in my head. Um, but now I only like upkeep sections at a time. So it's only a couple hours every couple of weeks. So it's definitely easier to like wake up and already be like done, whereas curly hair is super finicky to work with. Um, so I do appreciate that aspect. And we'll see how long I keep it. It's been almost a year. I see. Um, have you tried to convince your younger sister to do the same thing? Yes. <laughs> I want her to go red. <laughs> oh, and she's like, I like, uh, I like no. I like blonde. I like the blonde. Like blonde. Is that it? That is not your natural color. Am I correct? No. <laughs> okay. It's like my eyebrow is my natural color. Oh. Yeah. You mean when you weren't born with that aqua color hair? <laughs> <laughs> no, no. I'm talking to the other one. I feel robbed and cheated now. <laughs> <laughs> my whole life is a lie. <laughs> I well, can't hear you guys, but I'm going to fix the volume on my phone. So. Okay. All right. But, uh, when we talked to you, I, and I think it was a year and a half, two years ago, um, you had just got done um, filming a, a video where you put the fellow bandmates in cages, uh, and, and and your sister had just joined the group, 
Yeah. And I and, and I know me and Dave had a conversation after the interview. We're like, man, I hope these kids just, you know, blow up and start turning and you know, um, Aww. you know, God just blessing you guys and 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 has that been happening? I mean, that you know, it seems like you guys are playing everywhere. Yeah, it definitely has. This past summer, um, we're from New York and we were able to tour as far as Texas. So we played festivals and shows uh through Arkansas, Missouri, Indiana, Illinois, um, Tennessee, all down through there. And that was the first tour that I've put together myself. So to see it like come to fruition and everything work out was super neat. And just the God stories on the road, just thing after thing insane. after thing yeah. kept happening. And it was crazy in a good way, uh, crazy in a good way. Can you, what, what was one of the God stories that, that you just still think about today? Yeah, the one of the biggest ones is as we were kind of looking at our funds and planning out the route, it was the first time that I was like, are we going to make this? Like, I knew we could afford it even if we didn't make anything on the road, but I didn't want to take a big dip into our savings. And God was really just like, here's where you're going to go. And doors kept opening. So we're like, all right, like we're going to go and we'll see what happens. And within the first week alone, we get like 15 miles to the gallon. Um <laughs> And we went and all the way, way, like, all the way, you like, know, you know, go sorry. Um, oh. Go ahead, um, Dave, you're feeding back a little bit. Go ahead. Um, but we get like 15 miles to a gallon. Like we found all our own food where we stay overnight and all that stuff. And we came home with our bank account, didn't even drop $200. And we hadn't put any money in from what we had made that first week. And it still hasn't like, I have no idea how to this, like how to this day that only $200 came out and it just did. And so we're like, that's insane. Like that. And that was only the first week. And we're like, all right, God, what's next? <laughs> I see. Well, you just did a show with a, a, a band that we had on and I, I want to bring back on our show, um, um, Saved by Scarlet uh, mm. last yep. weekend. And so, and they're from your area. Right, I mean they're pretty um, close. They're from Rhode Island. They're Rhode close. Island, okay. Um, which is, I guess, it's within five hours, five-ish hours, probably. Okay. Uh, we did. Uh, it was Millbury, Massachusetts, where we played with them. Okay, and so you do have a band that's kind of uh, close. Uh, kind of, yeah. Can tour with and all that. So, so you're playing a Halloween show um, um, tonight, and then mm -hmm. next week you have two shows you're playing. And so are you, are you going all winter or is this kind of like. Yep. When the like fall starts, uh, Lisa's still in high school. And so we play a lot of weekends and we play a lot of nights locally and then weekends we're able to travel. Yeah. Well, Liz, education is way overrated. And so. <laughs> That's you know, what she tells us all, all the time. time. <laughs> yeah. Let's just do shows and, you know, and all that. So. Um. I hey, noticed you haven't put up. Yeah, there you go. Check it out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I noticed you haven't put any new singles out in 2023. So you know where where is the recording going, and uh, uh, are you going to be back in the studio for more stuff in 2024? We, yes, we are hoping to get that, like at least some of it um, recorded in 2023. So we have been um, been so busy lately that um, writing music has been a little difficult, but we have gotten, I think like seven 
new songs that we've worked up. So we're really working toward like a full-blown first album. Mm -hmm. So when we get um, that done, we'll go into the studio, hammer that away, and then we will release probably a couple of singles and then drop the entire album in 2024. Yep. That's awesome. Hey, are you going to... Are you going to include any of the old stuff like Cages on the new album? I don't think so. Um, 50-50. Yeah, we've dabbled. Maybe, maybe in like, an updated version or something? Yeah, we've dabbled in like recreating like one super old song that um, was only ever released, I think, on YouTube. Like, mm -hmm. we'll see. We have a lot of ideas going, but our main priority right now is just to get new music out um, instead of recreating what we've already done. Uh, so once that's done, we'll kind of take a look at some old stuff and see what new sounds we can bring to it. Well, I, it, it's got to be exciting that you're so busy on the road and uh, all the other ventures you're doing um, mm -hmm. that you really haven't had time to get into the studio. Are you playing any of the new stuff live at all? Not, Not yet. yet. Not okay. yet. It's just now and it's like 80% stage, I'd like to say. So like it's put together um we still have to scratch track it and then we are starting to think of like different like all the little filler things that go into music so like little bells like oh let's add that here or a piano chord here you know uh, uh christian is there any god story that you would you know that comes to mind that you're like something happened and you're like wow god is really in this um i gotta think i gotta think of like a really really good one um well I don't necessarily know if it's like my God story, but okay. like, like all of ours. Um, Meredith was talking to a uh, pastor, and there's like a whole backstory to this about how they like met a girl and and all of this. Um, and anyway, so we go up to Ohio and we end up playing a show for this guy, and um, so Indiana. we just it was in Indiana, yeah. not Ohio. Oh my bad, Indiana. They're right and next get, to each other. That's all right. And, and we get we get talking and um down the line he basically offers us a 15 passenger van yeah and that's wow. something we've been praying for and we were talking to another pastor and we said he offered like to give us this van basically so like will you pray about it like with us to see if this is the right move or whatever and that pastor goes have you been asking god for the van we go yes, yes. <laughs> he goes then why are you saying is this from god <laughs> and we're like that's so true and so that story is still playing out we'll see what happens but it was a super neat thing for god to literally just be like oh this is what you're asking for here you go so what See, are I you thought you were going to tell us that uh, you were leveraging the pastors against each other like yeah <laughs> <laughs> what do you got what do you got top <laughs> oh man and, and so what are you traveling in now from state to state uh we have a chevy traverse it's like an eight seater yeah i see now um i there's six of you right in the family yes yep oh six. okay and the the three and what are their names and how old they are so i'm the oldest christian is second then we have alex who just graduated lease and then ian and ty we still call the babies even though they're like 15 and 12 i see they'll always be babies you'll be older and they'll always, always be the be little babies, babies. Yep. and, and so right in the center in the traverse who's got <laughs> the most uncomfortable seat <laughs> it literally is ty the littlest one he's always gets the short sticks we're like too bad you're the littlest <laughs> see aaron i was gonna say ride the hump but these guys are too young. They don't know what ride the hump means. <laughs> uh, so and, and, and I know the last time we talked, 
Um, you said a couple of them played other instruments or whatever. Are any mm -hmm. of them going to be uh, joining undefeated or do or are they doing music on their own? The youngest has started dabbling in piano again. So we'll see where that goes. And Ian, who's the second youngest, uh, just now is kind of showing an interest. And he started running our merch table for some of these shows. So we'll like see what happens with this van. Like it opens up an entire like opportunity to have other people on the road with us and so we'll see like we need photographers videographers all that kind of stuff so we'll see what happens yeah i i remember um I, years ago and again you you know the artist rebecca st james she was in the 80s and, and 90s and i remember I, I was i was doing an interview with her and there was two little rugrats running around you know or, or the concert the concert like this and and, and those guys are now uh, for King and Country, and so uh, uh, you know, so how how neat that it, it's all uh, it's a family thing, and that's how it was for them. That's neat. Yeah, so, that. uh, you know, uh, uh, you got a four, uh, you know, a funny story from the road that you still you still laugh about today. <laughs> you know, it's so funny. You want to go? Did you have one? No. Okay. So Listen to this. Always. Okay. I know exactly which one you're going to tell. No. I love my sister dearly. No. 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 <laughs> no, you, no. She takes things very literally. Yeah. Okay. So this is like, we're four days out from being home at the end of the month. We have like five shows left or whatever it was. And this is the point where you don't care. Like you start eating whatever the heck is in front of you. Like <laughs> you, it's like, it's whatever. Um, and so we run to the store and we're like, you know what? Nobody even cares. Let's grab a can of like soup and uh, spaghetti. And we just do that for dinner. And boiling the water we have in one pot. I open the, it was like chicken Alfredo soup or something. So we were going to like mix it up with pasta and I give Lise the can of soup and there's an empty pan right next to the boiling spaghetti water. Okay. And I go, put this in the pan. Okay. No, you said pot. Okay. No, I did not. No, I'm pretty sure you said pot. Okay. We have it on video. No, I did not. Okay. <laughs> so I turn back to the sink to do whatever I'm doing. And in my head, I literally go, she's going to put that in the boiling water. She's not going to put that in the pan, you know? And as I'm turning, I just hear like a blop, blop, blop. <laughs> and I turn around and I look at her and she's pouring the soup into the pan of water looking at me like she knows she's doing something wrong but cannot figure out what it is she's like I don't know I just, that's just my favorite memory because you looked like you knew something was wrong but you didn't know what it was like, why would soup go in the pot of like boiling <laughs> oh, that was that was like, a good I was moment sleep deprived okay that's my excuse at least this happens frequently are you sleep deprived often oh, i'm sorry i missed that what did you say I said, uh, are you sleep deprived often is that on why tour? That all the yes. time? on tour all the time it's not too bad though like you get to a point when you need to take care of your body if you're going to continue on the road. And so we're super good about getting to the gym, getting sleep, mm -hmm. eating right. And you, cause you don't, you don't keep going if you can't take care of those three basic things. 
are are mom and dad on this on these trips all the time now? Or no. okay. <laughs> okay, just us. Yep. Just They'll us. Call us up and be like, "Where are you headed to now?" Uh do, I mean, I'm I'm sure there's some some check in like, "Hey, are you are you, and reminding you guys to uh, get your sleep and and you know Run get your rest." <laughs> <laughs> you know, because yeah. I, I I mean, it, it's got to be stressful on your boys. You know, when you're doing like three dates in a row, you're doing a Friday, Saturday, Sunday. I'm sure by Monday that your voice is pretty much, uh, you know, trashed at that point. You know, what's you know? funny is I've even from eight, nine and ten, I would sing for hours and hours and hours a day. Like it has never bothered me. Uh, okay. So I, I literally sing all the time. It doesn't doesn't bother me at all. The things like low sleep will get you. That's what wears down your muscles and fatigues you um that and I've had like tonsil troubles for like the past two years which has been a struggle because you're out for like two weeks or three weeks at a time and it's terrible because singing's my life you know uh but I have a surgery scheduled uh for the end of November so hopefully that will take care of everything yeah you don't need those things anyways yeah <laughs> that's what I hear it's called the extra parts don't need them <laughs> Do you have a, uh, now as a singer, do you have a routine? Like, you know, I get up, I have a cup of chai tea or whatever every morning and, you know. Yeah, I actually don't like lemon and, you know. Yeah, I don't, because I sing so often, like I wouldn't even warm up, like just because I'd kind of always be warm. Uh, you do now. I do more. only because of the tonsil stuff. I've started a routine where I have like a 10 minute warm up that I do um before shows I'll do like the whole like lymph node massage drainage thing uh and that's definitely helped a lot but I'm hoping to be back to my old self because I miss just being able to sing whatever whenever I want <laughs> well I was listening to your stuff this morning sorry Aaron I, Go I ahead. popped in my head but I was listening to your stuff this morning and the way you sing is um I, I can't even think of the word that I want to describe it but i'm assuming that you went through some training correct here and there i think i've probably had about two years of lessons throughout the past like 10 years i'll take um like six to eight weeks to a couple months whenever i feel like i hit a ceiling and i can't like get past that um i'll take lessons to help with that and lately not lately i guess this is actually last year um i've been doing some online lessons which has blown open my whole world on understanding how your musculature works i see i, I just talk... felt go ahead go ahead no go ahead. <laughs> go ahead go ahead follow up i was just gonna say i could i could tell by the way that you sing that i mean i'd be really surprised if it, all that just came naturally the way you control your voice and hit the notes mm. and... yeah yeah you know you know dave talked about earlier how we you know you've all grown up and how how has the you know the this process with the band because when we first taught your sister was just joining the band and uh it seemed like you know some of the earlier videos uh she was just like standing there and i've seen some later videos where you guys are moving around the stage and uh, the stage presence is is better how has the growth of the band been for the last year year and a half I remember uh, joining when I just turned 15. So I was like still kind of like super duper co um, conscience, self-conscious, self-conscious, 
yeah self-conscious yeah self-conscious yeah look um and self-aware yeah self-aware very self-aware but um like playing a lot practicing a lot um they really pushed me out of my comfort zone to like no you have to move like no you actually have to learn how to like play and (laughs) you know yeah and so I'm a lot more confident now Mm -hmm. um yeah but it was a it was a good journey yeah and we're still always growing we always want to make the next show we play better than the one we played before um now you say you have you know seven songs in the can um who who does most of the writing um far as musically and lyrically i do a lot of the lyrics actually do all the lyrics and then i'll have like a little bit of a guitar line or piano or something then i'll take it to christian and he expands on that but because we're we're a rock band but we're trying we don't have that hook yet that we want you know these new songs definitely have that in there but we're trying some new roots and new creativity roots to see how different writing styles affect that so he started writing some drum parts and will send them to me that i'll write on top of and that's been that's been a really cool experience because i only ever write to myself you know yeah are are you all in the home still or is it you know okay so uh practice everything is all uh all right there it's pretty easy yeah i mean we all have schedules now that we work around but it's it's so nice to have everybody in our house because we're like shoot we gotta run like run through that so we all run up to the practice room 20 minutes later and then they're back doing homework and i'm back (laughs) working or whatever i see does mom and dad you know do they you know this is okay or you know add this there they full-on support us we wouldn't be able to do the band if they didn't no i'm i'm just saying do they like hey i think this might work or because I'm sure they're oh, music oh, fans. Yeah. I'm sure they're gonna... music fans, and, and you know we like this one better than this one or whatever. Yeah, they're know. definitely awesome to have an ear for perspective. Yeah. Like when we put together set list and we need to cut some songs, we're like, what has a better crowd reaction like to you in the crowd? You know. See, yeah. now I'm interested. What is what is mom and dad listen to? What do they listen to? that you ended up growing up listening to and is now influenced well so we actually grew up very very sheltered and more like contemporary christian like k-love was all we knew yeah and my parents used to be like 80s rockers right like kiss dad loves kiss and yeah (laughs) just like acdc that type of stuff um but they really like turned around and threw all that stuff out because god um like he felt that God told him to. So we grew up very, very sheltered and we've slowly come back kind of to that genre. So, I mean, we've definitely been influenced by a lot of different sources. I listen to more like heavy metal or heavy metal um genres, kind of like wage war or like- That's like the lightest he listens to. Don't even yeah, or, or, or like demon hunter, stuff like that. We, we found like Christian rock bands and other stuff like that. Um. I don't know. You guys can expand on what you guys listen to as well. So yeah, I listen to like a lot of Paramore now. Uh, like female okay. leads, I love. Wage War is one of my top favorites. And you listen. These two are the metal people. I'm like anything with good vocals. It can be country. It can be pop. It can be any genre. If it has good vocals, I will like it. And so I kind of have the lighter side of things, and they bring in that like depth. bottom end. Yeah, that bottom <laughs> end, like lift, which is really cool. 
is there a band out there that you're like, oh my gosh, I, I we're playing with the, you, we're playing a festival with this band or whatever, and I can't wait to see them live that you know that you hadn't seen before. It was there. Is there a band out there that you know you're like, wow? I know your answer. <laughs> yeah, she doesn't even know her answer. Bluetooth. Yeah, but we're not. We haven't played with. I know, them. but if we were going to, yeah, there you go. Yeah. Bear, bear, big Beartooth fan. I love Beartooth. They're like one of my favorite bands. Yeah, they're going on tour next year. I think we're gonna. Yeah. They're coming. We're they're coming to our. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're. They're coming to our area too. I, I was thinking about Wait. it. And, so the closest it'll be is about five hours from us. So I think we're gonna road trip. Oh, okay. We live in like a super small town. But there, is there is there a is there a band though that you played with that you were like you know I'm you were super excited, you yeah. know you were seeing I them. Think like we see so many bands. Okay. I feel like even if we're excited, we're like cool, you know. Yeah. I mean, okay. Skillet was kind of cool. Um, we yeah. also saw um Newsboys. Um. What are you? I don't even know what you're talking about. Right Creation now. Fest. Oh, yep. Yeah, I'm that's true. Of... Were you at that show? Yeah. <laughs> Was I at the show we played, you know? Like... <laughs> 10th Avenue yeah. North, the lead guy. That was on different stages, though. Yeah. But yeah, there's been I a couple festivals that, that, like, we've super enjoyed people we've gotten to see. Uh, Mike Donahue from 10th Avenue North has been my favorite band literally, like, forever. Like, that's my top favorite band forever. Uh, and I got to see his solo set after that band ended. And that was like a dream come true, which was crazy. And we were in the food tent afterwards and he like walked up to us and we just started a conversation. It was such a cool thing because like at that moment, like I needed a pick me up moment and God was just like, oh, here you go. I'm going to have your favorite person walk up to you. <laughs> like, what are the odds of that? You know? Yeah. So you, you don't get starstruck at all. Um, He's the she was starstruck. She was, she okay, okay. <laughs> and that's the okay. only person I've ever been starstruck in my entire life. We've <laughs> talked to lots of people, and I've like I I don't know. I'm a people person that doesn't bother me, but with him, I literally was like, eh, <laughs> <laughs> I see. So, but you had an enjoyable conversation, and it was, yeah, yeah, and yeah. So that's great, and and, and so as we. Um, kind of wrap this up a little bit. How can people see you on social media? How, yeah, well, where where Facebook, are you at? Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, all under undefeated underscore official. Uh, and you can find all of our music videos, YouTube, our upcoming events on Facebook. We go through bands in town, but there are links through Facebook. Uh, undefeated underscore official. That's good. And, and so we're going to... Um, um, play uh, a song you were talking about um, man futures oh, future. yeah future. you guys are pushing futures out there and all that so what's that song about a lot of our songs lately all those that we did five songs in five months uh, released one song a month and a lot of those were just about finding out who you are in Christ and not bowing to others like expectations of what you should be because God always has a path for exactly who you are. And as long as you know you're following that, other people, th th that doesn't matter. So a lot of those songs are about just, I know where I'm going. I know what I'm following. And I'm going to hold on to that. Good. So if you're watching on YouTube or you're listening to the podcast, 
Um, stick around. We're going to play three songs from uh, Undefeated. Futures will head out. And, and then I'm going to have a great conversation with, with Jermaine about an event he was just at. And so thank you guys for coming on. Please, you know, support them. When you go see them, buy merch. Buy merch from the uh, – you can buy merch from the Facebook page. Or yes, you have we a do website. have a merch site up and running. And you can find up and running. Go buy their merch. Check them out. Uh, go see them, support them. Uh, they would greatly appreciate it. Thank you guys for coming on. It, it was great catching up with you. And so, and we'll be right back on the Rock Salt Musicast experience. Dangerous freedom takes courage to fear. The death of innocence is drawing near. No!
Rocksaw Bucecast experience. This is, yes, Michael Sweet, Rock Salt Radio. Saw Musecast Experience with Aaron Dave, Patrick, and Jermaine on a mission from God. I'm an evil when I was only a child. Dark crept its sly eyes into the smile. There's no remedy for a memory. This dark heart I'll shove deep inside my soul as rose grew deep. Casting shadows over all I knew And my family too Every thought is a battle, every breath is a war And I don't think I'm winning anymore I dropped my shield, I'm done with this sword I can't stand in this anymore
Newscast experience. Um, just had a fantastic interview with uh, Undefeated. I hope you enjoyed those uh, songs by them. And uh, on the line with me right now and on Zoom is Jermaine from Tricord, who's also a, a kind of a semi-regular host on the uh, on the show. He's uh, part of the Rock Salt Nation or Rock Salt Crew. Uh, Jermaine, last weekend um, you had the chance to perform. Um, at Pit Fest. So how did that go? Uh, it was electric, man. It definitely was something different, something that we've always hoped for. So we, believe it or not, um, Tricord has tried for the last couple of years to get on either Pit Fest or um, the Danger Room or KCS. Um, those are all the ministries that uh, A1 Ministries uh, produces, the events that they produce, I'm going to say. And dude, it it was fire. It was so so cool. So pretty much, uh, the story is if you can make it on Pit Fest, there you got a higher chance of being able to make it on um KCS. Um, can you hear me well? Yeah, there I hear you now. And so, um, so God bless you with this opportunity, um. And so that is outstanding. Um, oh, yeah. How long is that drive? How long was the drive? <laughs> it was, with stop, probably about 14 hours for us. 14 hours. 14 hours. 14, 14 and a half, somewhere around there. Uh, we did stop. We had, uh, we had like a three-hour delay because of some kind of wreck or something in Kentucky. And it, it, threw, us, it threw us back quite a bit. But... Other than that, um, it wasn't bad. We got there approximately, we left at like five in the morning, got there at like nine at night. Uh, and it wasn't bad. We have fun. Tra traveling with my guys is the funnest thing ever because we we keep each other entertained constantly. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's, it's full of laughs the whole ride and stuff. And it, it's just, it's great. Who, who uh, sleeps the best in the car? Uh, <laughs> probably me. <laughs> no, probably you. Okay, I guess. 
and Charles so, usually takes his first shift. Oh, I see. So, uh, how was playing pit fast? Was it you know uh, you know again? I I know they have a quite a uh, a big audience that goes to the show, and so uh, you know getting to play in front of a a good audience. Yeah, it was a, it was a good size audience. Um, we played earlier in the day, and there might have been probably eighty people or so that okay. that were even there that early in the day. And obviously, it got more and more people as the as the day progressed because people wanted to see convictions. Uh, and so, but it was it was nice, man, dude. Like the crowd was very interactive. Uh, I started a, a mosh pit, and I was in the mosh pit. <laughs> okay. <laughs> So it was really fun. Every everybody was really great. We got positive, positive responses after we got off stage, and um, it, it it was amazing. It was amazing to to hear the testimonies of people who were impacted by, um, you know, me giving my testimony on stage, and it, it was just phenomenal. It, the connections we made are definitely connections that we we are never going to forget. We got to see our. Uh, Another one of our sister bands, Reclaim the Day. So Reclaim the Day is who Becca from Reclaim the Day is who hooked us up with a spot on Pit Fest. Us and Crimson Overtone. She she really believes in us two us two bands and she uh she got us hooked up and everybody voted for us to come on and and they weren't disappointed. Well, that's that's great. You know, I you you spoke of convictions. Um, I just had the opportunity to see them live, and they were on tour with Confessions of a Traitor, which are they're mm -hmm. from um, uh, the UK, and their lead right. singer, just like yourself, uh, was right in the middle of the of the mosh pit, and and that was like one of the first times I've seen where one of the the bandmates went into the mosh pit, you know, and was jumping <laughs> around, slamming around. And everything, and and so uh, you know, I, I I one of his uh, quotes on stage was, "You got to do two things when you see them play. You, you got to have a good time, and you got to smile all the time." And so uh, <laughs> I'm sure that's uh, with you too. That um, uh, you know, you know, a lot of smiles and a lot of good times on the stage with Tricord. Oh, absolutely! I, I, you know, I'm glad you've had this opportunity to go to Pit Fest. Um, is there a certain story that you you know want to share from Pit Fest, where it's like made it an outstanding event? Yes, yes. Matter of fact, let me go grab okay the letter. Okay, so I'll go ahead and tell the preacher while I'm having to go get the letter. Okay. When we got to Pit Fest, um, Becca had previously told us before uh, the week of, of Pit Fest that they were understaffed and asking all the artists, you know, to be patient because we're understaffed, blah, 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 blah. And I was like, yo, Becca, if there's anything uh, we can do, Tycor is willing to serve. We're willing to, to help in any capacity we can. Uh, it, it's not going to bother us one bit. We just want to serve. I was like, uh, one of our one of our three models in the band is we're servants before we're rock stars. So I was like, there's anything we do to help. So we get there, uh, we start. Uh... Ah, Jermaine just froze on us, so he's got a bad connection. Um, 
So we will uh, we'll pause right here and we'll be right back. Oh, we're back with Jermaine. Go ahead. Finish that story right, cool. with the letter. All right, cool. So uh, part of uh, Pit Fest, Becca reaches out to us. She tells us their low staff asks the artists to be patient as stuff happens that weekend. I was like, we're going to, we're willing to serve. We get there, we meet Angie. Angie's one of the head honchers of Pit Fest. And so we're like, hey, you know, uh, Tricord's here. We want to serve you guys. I know you guys are set up to serve us, but we want to help in any capacity possible. So we started asking different people in the staff as we're getting all our paperwork signed and all that stuff, all, all the uh, logistics stuff uh, handled. I go to the kitchen and I'm like, mm, you know, being being hyperactive, full of life me <laughs> and messing, messing around with the kitchen staff, asking them if they need help and talking about how good it smells in there and everything and how I can't wait to eat everything that they serve. <laughs> so, uh, so, you know, I, we ask them if they need help. They tell us, no, we just want to make sure you guys are fed, blah, 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 blah. Uh, we go, we do our thing on stage. Uh, Chris, I met Chris, the guy who actually started it says, um, well, a A1 ministries itself and talked to him and he loved us when we got off stage. We connected with him. So later on during the night, uh, we start getting, Trigo starts getting hungry, so we go back to the green room to go munch on something between bands. Well, somebody walks up to us. I think it was Angie, as a matter of fact. She walks up to us, and she hands us this letter, uh, or Miss Cass from the kitchen. And it says, hi, you don't know us, but you're our favorite band here today, and we hope to serve you again at KCF 20, uh, 2024. That's awesome. And uh, Charles got the letter first and he read it and he we were all talking, laughing and stuff like that and having a good time. Then Charles reads the letter. He gets quiet. And I said, uh-oh. And then he passes it to Corey. Corey reads it and he puts his head down. I said, crap, is it going to make me cry? <laughs> and Charles was like, yep. And so he hands me the letter and I read it and I start squalling. I mean, Boohoo's not crying, and uh, all, almost almost all the staff come over, um, and they they talked to us and they were telling us, you know, Tricord really left an impression on us today. Um, they were like, there's not a lot of bands that leave the impression that you guys left on us. You, uh, not only are you guys super talented, but you guys y'all's heart are what really really sold it for us today. And we were just wanted to thank you. And so they were, they gathered around the table and thanked us and, and loved on us. And I just cried, man. I needed that, though. Personally, for me, uh, the guys cried a little bit. They got, like, teary-eyed and stuff like that. But, like, for me, I was, like, losing my junk. And I was like, guys, y'all don't understand, like, what this little letter right here meant to me. Like, it, it meant, it spoke way, way higher of volume than I could ever imagine. Uh, that you guys could ever imagine. Um, we have this thing in the band called a uh, why. So every time we have a show, we ask God, why are we here, Lord? Why are we going where we're going? Why are we stopping where we're going to stop? Why are we doing all this stuff? So because we want to know who it is that we're going to impact. Why are we impacting their life? Why are we needing them to impact their lives and stuff? So that letter, I, we, we impacted lives at Pit Fest. 
but that letter impacted me in a way that I I can't even explain to you. <laughs> I don't even have the vernacular to try to explain it properly to you. It, it was well, it it, it touched me, man. Yeah, well, you got to be see servants before you can be leaders, and uh, yep. clearly, um, you guys in Tricord have a servant's heart. Um, go so. Uh, what's upcoming? In, in the upcoming November, December calendar for Tricord. Okay, so we had a fall festival, a local fall festival we were going to play at. I just got the news, like, right before the show that it, it got canceled. And I was like, daggummit. So uh, Pit Fest was the last show for the year for us. Um, we are working on being a part of a parade. Uh, uh, so in Jessup, uh, my hometown, like, the Christmas parade is, like, huge, huge. It's really big. It's like an hour and a half long parade. And it, it's a big ordeal. So uh, we might be playing in that parade, which would be super, super dope. And it'd be kind of one of those things where the rest of the community finally gets to know who Tricord is. Like, our community, Jessup's heard about Tricord and hears about Tricord and sees Tricord merch all over the place. But um, I'm hoping that it'll be finally like that thing where people are like, oh my gosh, we have a band that's like this locally and it'll kind of uh, I always say we get more love from out of state than we do at home, <laughs> back at home. And um, I'm hoping that if we get in the parade and all that that would be one of those things where you're the hometown man from now on. Yeah, hopefully. Exactly. Exactly. I, That's what I, I'm hoping for. A, a, any plans to go back in the studio at all and uh, do stuff in 2024? Oh, yes, we are. So uh, the rest of the year, we plan on trying to get a music video out. Um, we're trying to get the Into the Storm music video out before the end of the year because it will... The, so this video is going to be something so different. We're super excited about it. Not only is it our second music video, but it's going to be kind of like a, a chapter turning for Tricord. And so us putting that video out, I, it, it'll set up for the whole next phase that Tricord is going into. So our next full-length album that we're hoping to drop next year in 2024 is going to be called Shipwreck. So... Uh, so we went into the storm and now we're shipwrecked on an island. So we're going to keep on with this whole story. We're going to tell a whole story with shipwreck. Okay, that and sounds great. It, yeah, it's going to be neat, man. We've already been working on um, new songs for it. I think we have one, two, three, four. We have five songs written for it so far. And we're trying to go with 12 songs, have a 12-song album. So we're just for the rest of the year, that's all we're going to really be focusing on is trying to prepare, spending time with family. We always take off like the last two weeks of uh, December to spend time with family. We don't practice. We don't do anything. We do a Christmas party, a tricord Christmas party, and then and then it's done out until the beginning of January. So uh, hopefully we could try to sneak in maybe like one more event. There's an event on November 10th that I might try to see if we can play at, if we can open for it. And if not, we're 
Carlton, we're still going to go to the event itself and hang out and connect with people. Well, that's cool. And so hey, if you're listening now, you're watching on YouTube or whatever, um, as we put this out, um, go to Tricord. Your guys are on Facebook. You guys always mm-hmm. put the uh, wherever you're playing on Facebook. And, and so, uh, but most of all, I, I know Jermaine's heart. And he, you know, if you can't, you know, support the band, go see the band. You're in their area. You know, I know Jermaine wants you to pray for the band as they go into 2024 and all yeah. the exciting things that are going to be happening. So, that, that, yeah. but I, I'm glad you had the opportunity to play Pit Fast and uh, bring the stories about the letter um, to the show. And, and so, um, I, I'm just excited for what God has in store for, uh, for Tricord. Um, in the future so you know all right everybody that's it for today the show and so as we always say well dave's not here but happy trails everybody happy trails rocks off newscast experience exclusive premiere tricord untitled
rent. 